2: If you've seen any of our podcasts, you can tell I'm under the influence of something every single time. (laughs) Yeah,
3: it ranges from all kinds of things. all kinds of things. To beer, to pre-workout, to whatever it may be.
2: Pre-workout podcasts are not good because I usually get pissed and then I get sad and then I get happy and then I'm yelling. (laughs) Then I feel bad. What are they putting in that stuff, man? It's basically speed, right? Pre-workout? Oh, my goodness. Well, it's not regulated by the FDA, so they could throw cow shit in that and just call it... (laughs) You know Herbal remedies You know Natural energy They can just throw anything no, in Oh man
4: Please Please don't let them put cow shit I, That's gonna be my prayer tonight
2: <laughs> Well the last one I took I took and it messed up my You know My ding <laughs> That was a big yeah, problem for months I thought I was gonna die Cause my freaking You know Unit was off. <laughs> unit was out of whack That was an ordeal Man I-
4: I would probably have to off myself in that situation. Exactly. My I'm like, a big deal. <laughs> I'm and playing
2: it. it out in my head. I'm like, okay, can I live my life if my my shaft does not work? And I was like, no. Oh
4: God! All right. You, you, you hear about these guys having damaged in car crashes and things all the time, and replace it with a finger. It's like, man. <laughs> oh my! Just take the whole arm. <laughs> take the whole, take arm. whole arm.
2: Take the whole arm. Literally, add another. We cripple somebody and enjoy so it. a third. That's <laughs> right priorities guys priorities
3: what's up everybody we got chase here always we got luke here i am also here and then we have our friend chris smith from mm. the unfort unfiltered wow i'm butchering his name chris why don't you introduce yourself jesus tell, us a,
4: little <laughs> about, tell us a
2: little bit about your network that you got going too
4: awesome awesome all right guys my name is chris smith i'm the uh, director of content and founder of the unfiltered sports network not the unforks sports network yes. guys No, no um, forks. so so basically what we're doing is we're trying to give you sporting news and uh you know hot takes things like that completely unfiltered uh, a lot of these a lot of these team oriented websites want to give it to you with the uh with the spin on it you know the Giants traded away Odell, but hey, that's great. We're still Giants fans. No, no, I get you. Exactly. We're exactly. we're trying to get rid of we're trying to get rid of that. So a lot of what we do is we're not trying to be the team's friend. Although that would be nice if if anyone's listening and you guys are NFL execs, <laughs> we'll be your friend, but we're we're gonna be unfiltered friends, right? Right. I like that. I like I love that, I like I love that unfiltered thing. I'm I'm Mr. That fits unfiltered. right into Chase's. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all me. I'm always <laughs> unfiltered. Caleb <Chases laughs> never
3: knows what's about to happen. No, I truly don't. It's it's uh, it's always a wild ride. All right. It wouldn't be. we're we're talking about the NFL draft, people. It's because coming up. It's
2: Thursday. And I'm excited. Are you excited? Of course. I'm always excited for the draft. I'm not. Young g- men's dreams coming true. <laughs> Young men's dreams and hearts being broken. Broken. Sometimes. Yeah. Look at, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Brady Quinn sitting in there all alone <laughs> with his beautiful wife. And that's all he had. She probably divorced him after he got drafted late in the first round. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially to the damn Browns. <laughs> oh, my God. All <laughs> <right>. Unfiltered, baby. <laughs>
4: Uh, you, right. you know what Brady, Brady Quinn was the best boyfriend ever. Look it up, there's a story about it.
2: Really? What do you do? I love you, Brady Quinn. We're big I, Notre Dame I, guys.
4: I, I, well, first off, I love I love Brady Quinn coming out. I thought he was going to be the, the the biggest thing ever com- coming out. I was like I couldn't I couldn't understand why he fell and then it turns out he was more dedicated like apparently there's a bunch of stories that came out about how much better of a boyfriend he was than a quarterback (laughs) i I can't i can't remember what the examples were but that was the line i remember better boyfriend than quarterback
2: (laughs) that's so funny i mean if you're gonna be good at something that's probably good it's better than the opposite (laughs) that's true
4: family first
2: that's right all right let's kick this off
3: number one pick of course, as we go get closer to draft time, nobody knows what anybody's what? doing. "Quote unquote." Dude, Arizona's going to surprise people.
2: "Quote unquote." This is crazy. This is crazy. I've heard reports that Bosa is going to get drafted one. Then I heard reports that Murray's going to get drafted one, and they're trading Rosen. Then I hear reports that they're going to keep Rosen and draft Murray. Nobody knows what's going on. Listen, it it. it it's it's two days away. We're two days away. They're, who's fooling? Nobody's fooling
3: anybody, man. Okay. They, okay. It's been how many they're months? Fooling me. It's been how many months before Cliff Kingsbury even was the coach of the Cardinals? He's like, I love Kyler Murray. So, what do you think, Chris? Is this all BS? Are they taking Kyler? Or are they gonna they're gonna throw a curveball at us?
4: So so look guys, this is a this could be one of two things, and they're both about trades. Um uh, okay. <clears throat> This is either this is either them you know, throwing a smoke screen at us, and they're going to draft Kyler Murray, but they're trying to raise the trade value of Josh Rosen. Ooh. Or on the flip side, this has been the world's greatest wool of our eyes the whole time. They've been planning on keeping Josh Rosen, and they've been playing some team, building up Kyler Murray's value. But either way, Kyler Murray's going number one, whether it's to the Cardinals or to some team that they trade the number one pick to. But if they if they pick a Nick Bosa after doing half, after, after, you know, basically backhand backhand insulting uh joss rosen for the last three months if you if you go and draft a defensive lineman number one and you don't like i like they could go to him after trading the pick and they could be like hey man we we, we weren't really backing you but look at all these cool pieces we got for you and that might be okay but if you're like hey we got the same player we could have gotten but we just back talked you just to just to be facetious and just to be fun with it no that's not gonna work out great rosen's not the type to uh, make friends
2: yeah, he's a, he's, he's, even him coming out of college, he kind of had that, that chip on his shoulder. A little bit of a diva. Yeah, I think. a little bit. He was saying he's the best quarterback in the draft. I feel like if they do that, the Rosen, they end up keeping him. That's like me when it comes to like that girl. You're like, oh, she's really cute, but I, I can't commit to it. <laughs> Why is this always <laughs> But right? I'm just going to keep talking. I'm going to talk shit on her, but I'm going to keep her no around. There's no reason for this. None. The people like whenever you relate it to their <laughs> personal lives. I guess you're right. So, uh, are there
3: teams? Who do you think the teams would be if the Cardinals would trade uh, the number one pick?
2: I mean, there's
4: two teams that stand out because they have multiple first round picks and, and need a quarterback. Uh, the Raiders. They they've talked about how much they love, you know, Kyler Murray, and of course that could just be because they can't draft him. They don't think they can. Yeah. But if you've kind of seen how kind of foolish they can kind of look at times. If the Cardinals are trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes, it's probably Oakland's. Yeah. Um, the other team that kind of makes sense is the Giants, although I know you know Gettleman says they didn't really fit his profile. But can you imagine the backfield of you know Murray running around back there and Saquon running around back Jeez. there? It, it would, be, be, it would be nuts.
3: Yeah, what if they had like an uh, All-Pro wide receiver? <laughs> that, that would be that would be amazing <laughs> if they could just add that to the
2: mix. Especially if they can draft. <laughs> well, they can also draft Brown or uh, Metcalf. You know, later in the first round. You know that's very good? true. Odell Beckham. He's, he's Yeah. But I'm just uh, – He's all right. I'm being, I'm being filtered now for the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to the Giants then. So,
3: you know, every year somehow I don't even know what they're thinking, but they try to convince people that Eli still has something. <laughs> and even this year we got this workout video that's, resur- that's surfaced in the past couple of days it's the classic that's workout video, man. like, "Oh, Eli's looking good, man." He's slinging. It. It's the classic, you know, off season. Oh man, he's he's throwing it all over Him the field. Him and Apollo Creed are hugging on the beach. It's just amazing. So, are they going quarterback first round, or are they going to look for it elsewhere, or will they get one at all?
4: Uh, do you know who else looks really good in a workout video throwing balls <laughs> without any without any
2: defenders? Who? Uh, Uncle Rico. That's who. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty impressive. Um, he almost threw it over that mountain that one time. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's exactly
4: it so so no they 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 almost have to go quarterback and if it were any other team i would say you could lock it in um i i think the only question is do they like haskins or jones um yeah, you know
2: i heard a lot they, about daniel if jones. they like
4: if they like haskins you know they probably have to take him at six but if you if you like daniel jones i mean maybe you know, maybe you pa- maybe you do take a pass rusher, which is what they're rumored to do at six, and then maybe you even take that that first pick of the second round, combine it with your pick seventeen, and trade up to you know twelve, thirteen, and and uh, you know then take Jones there. But hmm. but uh, you don't you don't take Jones at six, that's for sure. Yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, how man. how many quarterbacks are going in the first round? Do you think could be five. Wow.
2: Oh man. Well, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me, especially uh, on a necessity.
3: In today's day and age, I mean, no and as, as, as we grow closer to the draft the quarterbacks always rise in value so
4: mm-hmm. uh, i mean you have those you have those teams at the back of the first round the chargers the patriots you know even, even the steelers you know who could take a guy like will greer
2: true yeah i didn't
4: even think um, about them that. and, and that's probably where you get your your fifth quarterback from but you know for sure you could pretty much pencil in uh, kyler murray uh, Dwayne Haskins, Drew Locke, and Daniel Jones, even though I have a third-round grade on Daniel Jones, but that's that's for another topic.
2: Uh, what do you think? Okay, the Raiders' recent report came out that they're planning a surprise pick. <laughs> now, I don't know if uh, they're going to draft Janikowski again in the first round. I don't know what the hell they're they're planning on doing, but... What, what do you think this is? Just them blowing smoke because it's freaking John Gruden and the Raiders, and they don't know what the hell to do. And how about them sending their their
3: uh their scouts home because they don't yeah, trust yelling anybody? Yelling at their scouts. <laughs> There's inside just issues.
4: Go, there. Just go home. <laughs> you know what? That's this is what you get when you hire people who worked on TV. <clears throat> I mean, Mike Mayock. I, I love Mike Mayock. You know, he's great. You know, doing draft grades. I get it, but. And John Gruden was a good coach you know way back when, but this is what you get. You get you get kind of a clown show, and they're going to say things like, we're going to draft, you know, our draft pick's going to surprise you. And truthfully, you know, there's only two things I can think of that would actually surprise me from the Raiders. One, one would be if they actually drafted a quarterback at number four, uh, oh, such yeah. as like Haskins or Locke. Uh, I, I could see them trading for Murray, but if, if they picked Haskins or Locke at number four, that would shock me. Um, and then... The second thing would be is if they just completely just reached for someone. Uh, like uh, the Seahawks drafting uh, Rashad Penny at number, I think, number 28 last year. Uh, but doing that at number four. Drafting a third-round player when you have two other picks at the back of the first round. Something like that.
3: Um. I, so do you think, I don't know if you know this, but one of us is a big Derek Carr fan, and it is not me. <laughs> um, it's Luke. <laughs> <laughs> it's not luke either um do you I'm think the raiders go quarterback i, I that's one of the fogier ah, things of the offseason to I me i think it'd be a
2: horrible idea but it's the raiders
4: <laughs> i i i think it depends on how they grade Derek car and, and i personally i i don't think he's bad i i'm not sure if he's good anymore but i don't think he's bad and I, i'm not sure this is the year to go quarterback at number four but if they have a guy they have graded highly, and supposedly they really like Drew Lock, and and they could, they also could be a team that you could sucker into trading two of those first round picks and a first rounder next year to get Kyler Murray. So, so it's definitely possible, but it's going to completely be determined off of how they how they value Carr. And I, I wouldn't do it. I, I I'm not I in think... love with Carr, but I I, I definitely like him. And I think it's kind of
2: interesting dates. too that uh, the Raiders last season were benching Carr. At the half for AJ McCarron, so maybe that might you know give you a little insight on them drafting a quarterback or not. Hey, you know what
4: though? But down down the stretch, Carr performed better, and and let's be honest, who going to play well in that in that exactly. in that crazy clown show last year? Uh, honestly, you know, even if you think John Gruden you know is going to succeed, you, you have to admit last year in Oakland was a clown show.
3: Oh
2: yeah, yeah, that, yeah. 100%. and it doesn't help that. And, and I don't mean I don't even mean to last year. I mean he was good. I thought. Yeah, that's that's you know, that's that's, that's
4: more that's more than a lot of quarterbacks.
2: And now they're going to they're going into the next season and they got the uh the highest win percentage or against their opponents, you know. Their their opponents are really good, top what? teams. You know what I'm saying? The top it's the hardest schedule. Oh, hardest schedule. Okay. The well, that
3: would be the term. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm telling you the, the pills are mixing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last year's quarterback draft was, I think, one of the most interesting ones in many, many years. But this year we got Murray, Haskins, Locke, Greer, and Jones. Who do you think's the top prospect out of that?
4: As far as far as the top guy in this class, Murray has the best film. Uh, but it's really hard if you're a GM and you and you have to risk your career on a player. It's really hard for that to be Kyler Murray because he played. You know, he only started 17 games. You know, three at Texas A&M, and then 14 last year at Oklahoma. Um, and, and it's really hard given the concerns about height, the concerns of concerns with baseball. Uh, if you really listen to that Dan Patrick interview, which is not really that big of a deal, but
2: he's kind of a uh, skinny you know, dude too. Like, like, I would be scared if he got hit in the he's pocket. He's also very you know? short. <laughs>
4: It, yeah. it it it's really it's really hard to make that gamble, and I'm not saying he's not the best of the bunch because he's probably the most talented. But there are so many concerns. I would probably, if if it were me drafting a quarterback and my job were on the line, I would draft Drew Locke.
2: Ooh, the guy wow. has
4: 45. The guy has 45 career starts in the SEC, uh, and the thing with Locke is, over a lot of these guys, you you know, he does have some accuracy concerns. But the thing with Locke is, he has tangible improvement year over year, and that's really what you want to see. Uh, you know, I, I was concerned about um, Josh Allen last year because he, he made some strides as a junior and then just completely dropped off his senior year. And that that was scary to watch. But but with uh with Locke, you don't have that. You have real improvement. And then down the stretch last year, he played really, really well those last, I think it was five games? Yeah. He played lights out.
2: Yeah, and, and he was, uh, he was <laughs> running all over running, the place yeah, as well. Running crazy. <laughs>
4: yeah. So you yeah, consider Locke the most underrated out of this bunch? Ooh, Will Greer. Oh, Will Greer. Will, Will Will Greer's getting slept on. Ooh. The guy the guy is uh I'm not coming coming Will into Greer the fan. year. He was <laughs> you know, Will Greer is uh he's a guy coming into the year who was looked at as one of maybe the first quarterback taken coming into the year. Yeah, and then I now there are people Greer. talking about him being a second round pick. And you know, the guy actually played lights out in between. So I'm not really sure what happened. You know, there were working cons- there were cons- some concerns with him in Florida. You know, maybe that has something to do with it. I've also heard that his offense, you know, it doesn't doesn't have a ton of NFL throws. But I'm gonna be honest in college, you know, you could say that about Kyler Murray, you could say that about Dwayne yeah. Haskins. True. You know, most of these guys' offenses don't have what you would call a ton of NFL throws. So so, you know, it, I, I think he's someone that's really accurate. And he has that kind of he's not Baker Mayfield, but he has kind of that Baker Mayfield moxie. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I, right.
4: I, I think I think he's I think his ceiling is somewhere like a, like a of a, a Vikings Case kingdom.
2: Yeah, well, that's not
4: bad. <laughs> not Broncos Case
2: Keenum. Yeah. No, yeah, no, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> not,
3: not any other Case kingdom. <laughs> no, no, we no. A Houston a whole, Case yeah. kingdom, that
2: was good. Houston was good. Define good. <laughs> the University <laughs> he set of Houston. The, not, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, the University, University <laughs> of Houston. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, okay. What's the dream situation for every single one of these kids to land? Like for Haskins, I'd probably say like New York. I think he'd be good in the Giants is organization.
3: Any, is any? I don't think New York's a dream situation for anyone, to be honest. But yeah,
2: I think well, he'd be but
3: good. he
4: he, but he wanted to be a Giant growing up. You, you know, there's there's pictures of him in a, in a Giants jersey as a kid. Um, you know, so so for him that could definitely be that that could be true for him. I also think he would work out really well with the Bengals, uh, just Ooh. because you know fans are gonna love him there, obviously, uh, and. They're kind of lukewarm on Andy Dalton. They have some talent there in Cincinnati. Um, it's it's not like the Giants where they basically become the new Browns. I think with a good quarterback, they have a new coach. I think the Bengals can actually win some games, unlike the Giants. Unfortunately,
3: if the Bengals were to get a QB, would would they get any time?
4: Uh you know what? Most people didn't think that Lamar Jackson was going to get time this past year. Uh, yeah, and he he ended up getting quite a bit. So. So I definitely wanna say yes. Um, you know, Dalton got hurt last year and then it was a wreck after he got hurt. And it's not his first year getting hurt either. So there's definitely some injury concerns there. And, you know, he does go through some stretches that aren't great. Now, Dalton could turn it around and that could be the that could be the push he needs to go lights out. And if so, that's great. Trade the quarterback. Trade yeah. whoever you draft. But
2: huh. And we've asked enough quarterback questions. I got a, a defensive <laughs> question for you now. Rashawn Gary <laughs> okay. from Michigan—he tore his labrum and his shoulder. How far would it, do you think he's going to fall in the draft, and would you still pick him?
4: Uh, I'm going to be honest, and this is going to strike you off guard a little bit, but I kind of like to know how long ago this happened because if he had been playing with this the whole season, I think it actually elevates his draft stock. If you look, Ooh, wow. if you yeah, he
2: got that, you got that little swagger with him.
4: <laughs> yeah if, well I mean if you look if you look at how he played you know he's a guy with a ton of athletic ability and it kind of boggles your mind that he just wasn't getting to the quarterback that much so if he, if he had the torn labrum you know like early in the season oh well that's why he wasn't you know extremely active getting mm-hmm. a bunch of sack totals. alright mm-hmm. well you know that that's, some, that's something that I would consider um, to be honest I had him towards the back of the first round as some guy who was a real candidate to slide before this um, and it kind of depends on how you look at it. If you look at it as maybe that's why he was struggling, maybe you still maybe you still draft him in the first because he is that athletic. But if you think he was you know not not living up to his potential as a player and then he's injured, well, then no, he's a mid second round pick,
2: yeah, yeah. Where do you think he's gonna go? You think he'll go in the first or the second?
4: <clears throat> yeah, if I had to pencil down a location, um I was actually just talking about this. um, I'd probably say number twenty four.
2: To the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. That'd probably fit there. Yeah, looking for – fill that big void
3: yeah. of Khalil Mack. Yeah. <laughs> well, if only they had an all-pro defensive player.
2: <laughs> <coughs> okay. What's going on with uh, this Montez Sweat? What, what's going on with him? Why, why? – he has this heart condition. There's other stuff going around with this marijuana thing with him in uh, college. Nobody likes saying the saying pots. He, saying he just likes the ganja and stuff like that. What, what's going on with this? Pots are you bad. think he'll still go in the top ten? Because he's right now mock drafts got him going to the Bills. Most of them do. No, I I I don't think he's going to go top
4: ten, and I, and I actually don't think it's because of the heart condition. I think I think what happened with Reese Hurst last year, you know, he fell all the way to the fourth round.
2: True. <clears>
4: that ended up being the best one of the best players on all clips defense, yeah. and and that was something that you know I I think they're kind of factoring in for that. But the I love the ganja stuff. It's probably scarier for teams than the heart condition right now. Yeah. yeah. Because you look at you look at a player like David Irving. Who had all the talent in the world was probably the most impactful defensive lineman on the Cowboys, even with Tank Lawrence out there. And uh, you know, he decided he decided he liked pot more. Yeah. So, so that's something that's wrong extremely that. concerning. <laughs> I, uh, what is it that uh, Stephen A. Smith says? Uh, Stay off the weed.
2: Yes, yes. Wise <laughs> words. That, Remember that, Caleb.
4: I, I, I think. It, <laughs> I, I, I think, I, although I personally don't have a problem with marijuana, let's just say that out loud. But, but uh, you know, I, I think he'll probably go on the on the outside of that top 10 range, maybe like 15, 15 to 20. He's, he's somebody with top 10 you know, physical ability. He's not going to slide too far.
3: Who do you think in the first round is going to slide the farthest? And if you don't think anybody's going to slide, who do you think is going to rise the farthest? Will there be a shock in the first round?
4: Uh, there, there's definitely always a shock. Um I think I think towards the back of the first round you're going to have another Rashad Penny or um, God I'm trying to think of the guy I think was it Edmonds the 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 safety that Pittsburgh drafted last year that most people had a third round grade on. There's going to be there's going to be a couple of those type picks for sure uh, as far as risers, but um, as far as guys who are going to slide, I can definitely tell you two for sure. And it's it's it it sounded better before the torn labrum, but Rashawn Gary's going to slide. I, I thought that long before the labor issue, uh, I people were, people were talking about him as a top 10 player, maybe top 15. He's, he's going to go somewhere in the twenties, uh, for sure. There's, there's a lot of questions as far as, again, if you're that big and you're that fast, why aren't, why aren't you more productive? Um, especially when you're playing with all those other, you know, NFL caliber linemen on your, you know, next to you. Um, Another guy who I think is going to be a big faller, and they're talking about it a lot, is uh, Dwayne Haskins. I think I think there's a good chance Haskins is going to end up being the third quarterback taken. Wow. Um, whether whether that's because you know the Giants end up really liking Jones and they take Jones, or if you know they ended up taking a pass rusher, and then Haskins ends up falling in somewhere in, in the you know eleven to the Bengals, thirteen to the Dolphins.
2: Now, what do uh, you think about this Red Daniel Red Jones like kid? That. I I didn't even know who the hell he was coming into this season, and I didn't really think much <laughs> of him in the draft. <laughs> you know, I'd take Locke over him. I I'd think yeah. he was the fourth. I'd put him around Greer area.
4: You know, I actually have Greer ahead of him.
2: Yeah, um, I I'm which I feel, feel like's big... a reasonable response.
4: Yeah, I, I'm I'm one of those people that I, I've been really hard on Jones throughout this whole process. Uh, you know, I, I watched a lot of tape of him. Uh, I try. I tried to get a grip on this whole thing, and honestly, the only thing I could see with him is that he's, is that he's big, he's pretty athletic, and that he played for Coach Dave Cutcliffe. You know, yeah. the whole Manning connection thing. I, yeah. That's that's all I could see there, uh, because as far as him actually throwing the ball, he throws with anticipation, which is good. But he has to because his he doesn't have a lot of zip. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if it's because he's trying to throw a touch, all the time, or if it's just he just doesn't have the zip. But I watched a bunch of his deep balls, like a lot of deep crossing routes, a lot of deep fly routes that ended up being completed or were dropped or something. But but there was a lot of air under it. And, the, and those defenders, they caught up, you know, and in the pros, you know, defensive backs are a lot faster. That deep ball is going to get picked off a lot. Now, I, I probably have a third round grade on him right now. Probably top wow. of the third.
2: I I agree with that tenfold. I, I don't see. He reminds me kind of like a Trubisky type thing. Trubisky got drafted in the first ten, and you're like, who the hell is Mitch Trubisky? I can see that happening with Daniel Jones going to the Giants. That's a UNC Duke, man. Trubisky
3: UNC.
4: Oh man, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. <clears throat> there you go. That's great. I think they have to draft him top five now. <laughs> I, I just 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 to make the UNC just to make the UNC people happy and the Duke people happy. How did you gotta this bleed it gotta balance it out?
3: Football. What is going on?
2: <laughs> okay. Marquise Brown or DK Metcalf, who do you got? Wide receiver wise, who you think's a better wide receiver or if good? there's somebody better. Yeah, or better if there's somebody. yeah, a sleeper wide receiver.
4: Um, you know what? When you're talking about when you're talking about uh you know, physical tools, it's gonna be DK DK Metcalf and then well, he's everyone a else. Shithouse. Yeah. Have you seen him? I think, <laughs> I think, I think if <laughs> he an like, showed
3: up at the combine and just like took his shirt off, I think he would have a first round grade. And I think he could just leave. I agree. I, you
4: know what, I agree, and you know who he looks like? And when you take his shirt off, he takes his shirt off, and I, and I almost, Me? I almost ended up comparing him to him, like with my actual player comp, because of how much he looks like if Terrell Owens. That's the only other person. Dude, on that's own. a
2: great comparison.
4: But you know, there's, there's a lot of physical similarities there, and, and obviously, you know, he's, he's not guaranteed to have that kind of career, and there's no way, I, I don't, I don't think it's possible for him to have that kind of career. But, but I think he's gonna be pretty good. Uh, a couple other guys I really like at that position are uh, his teammate AJ Brown. Yeah. Um, He doesn't have the tools that he doesn't have the physical tools that uh, Metcalf have, but has, but he played in the slot really well before Metcalf's injury. And then he played on the outside really well after. So, so he's going to be a guy that you can play pretty much anywhere. And that's going to be something that's going to be valued. He may sneak into the first round and then uh, Debo Samuel. And to be honest, I really like him because his name's Debo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's always, yeah, you can always root for those. <laughs> uh,
4: but, but he's an inside he's an inside receiver, a slot type receiver, but he's kind of a bully on the inside, and that's something you don't really see a lot of. Most of the time people see a, a five foot nine, five foot 10, 170 pound, 175 pound white kid and they put yeah. him in the slot. That's yeah. not what Devo looks like. Devo's Devo's big and and, and he's a, he's also a really good route runner. so I think he's somebody that'll probably be a second round pick, third round pick, and he's going to do really well.
2: Now, Chris, we, we've given you a lot of curveballs here. I'm going to throw you off guard, okay? I'm going to be a little mean to you. Well, Beyond the first it. round, it's easy to, to these you know, top names, guys. Go off somebody that nobody really heard of. I got two guys right in front of me that I want to say that I think is going to be a good prospect or might be potentially good. Who do you got that you think nobody even knows of, but they're going to be Your impressive. deepest sleeper. Yeah, big your, sleepers. The
3: deepest, the dark depths, pull them out.
4: All right, so... So I have a, I have a couple of guys. Um, so the, my first one is Darnell Savage. He
2: now that's pretty cool. Is he related I, to he's, Tom he's Savage? The
4: of... <laughs> <laughs> you know the the thing with Savage is he he's he's come on a little bit, you know, over the last couple of months. Uh, but he's kind of he's kind of been kind of wrapped up in a deep safety class. But it, you know, what? I, I challenge you guys to do something. Go look up his highlights. It, it's Darnell incredible. Savage. And I usually don't go off highlights. I, I usually don't go off highlights, you know. I usually want to see the whole thing, but he's he's got such a high ceiling, low floor type of thing going on. like his highlight plays are insane. He looks like he looks like a young Eric Berry.
2: Who's that guy out of West uh, Virginia? But, we're we're St. Louis. We're from St. Austin, you goon. Tavon Austin had yeah, great highlights YouTube too. YouTube highlight I don't Hall know, of Famer. You go on there. Hey. He got me pretty hyped, and then we took him in the first round. And it was not very good.
4: No, no, but th- but this is but this is different. You know when you're going. This is this is the guy who's probably gonna go. He was graded as a fourth rounder, and I'm starting to see him sneak up some sneak up some draft boards. He may end up going a lot higher, but Ooh. but uh, yeah, I I think he was a fourth rounder the last time I checked, and and I, I haven't graded higher. The guy the guys, the guy is such high end high end plays. It's it's you've got to wrangle him in a little bit. He's a little bit too aggressive in coverage, and he's uh. He can be kind of the Deion Sanders. I'm making business decisions when it comes to tackles.
3: Yeah. But if yeah. you're gonna
4: put him in if you're gonna put him as like a center center field, you know, Ed Reed type to kind of go back there and make plays and coverage, I think he's gonna get you a lot of turnovers. He's a guy I really, really, really like. And then um man, I'm trying to think of the other guy. The other guy, you know, we talked a lot about quarterbacks already, so I hate to keep coming back there. I have three. Um but I want to go to Ryan Finley. Okay. Um Ryan Finley is somebody who – I don't think he's going to be a franchise quarterback, but he's somebody who's who's going to be a very very good backup from day one, and that's something that's extremely valuable in the NFL yeah, right yeah, now. You
2: definitely need um, that. There's not with everybody getting hurt.
4: I, I think I think he's kind of limited as far as what he could do physically, but he's accurate. He's some, he's someone who seems to be able to digest the playbook very well. And my third guy is um, David Montgomery, the running back from Iowa. I always get Iowa and Iowa State confused. <laughs> He's a guy who's almost impossible to tackle. I, I watched the play where he literally bounced off five tacklers, and it's not that he's barreling over them. He's, he does he does this thing where it's like he jukes at the exact right moment, and the guys just fall off. <laughs> uh, he's, he's really good in short yardage. He doesn't have a lot of deep speed, but he's going to be a guy who comes in as probably a starter from day one, Ooh. and he's probably going to be a fifth-round pick because people just devalue the crap out of the running back position now.
3: True. I'm writing that down for my
2: fantasy drafts. <laughs> No I got I yeah got,
4: definitely he's, he's someone he's someone to
2: take. I got two people. And I want to get your input on them because I'm no draft expert. hell I'm barely even yeah that's educated you're <laughs> <I'm> barely <laughs> even educated enough to be on this damn podcast. <laughs> but uh, what about keeth White from the running back from Florida Atlantic? Have you heard anything about him, I know he's a backup last year, but he actually had some good touches. He can catch the ball, he can run the ball. He ran for over 800 yards even though he was a backup last year uh have you even heard about him
4: say his name one more time Kirith white i'm gonna be honest with you you've definitely pulled out a sleeper that i haven't that i haven't you know why he's a sleeper because he's
2: probably gonna go undrafted
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's he's probably i mean i i have not seen him at all yet i pulled out a lot of i actually just pulled up my draft list because i was like man who is this guy and i don't i don't even think i have any notes on him
2: Oh, yeah, I said Kirith White, right? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. I'm <laughs> confusing myself. Okay, this one I'm sure you know. He's a quarterback. Tyree Jackson, the quarterback out of Buffalo. I really like this kid. He foregoed his senior season, threw for over 3,000 yards. He arguably had the strongest arm in the combine and the, you know, set up stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
3: You're yeah. Okay
2: but he yeah obviously he's he's underdeveloped he could be a good project I think he could be a good project and if you can get him in the you know fifth sixth round that's a good backup to have I feel like what do you think about Tyree Jackson
4: I love Tyree Jackson and for the reasons that you said he's he's a he he's a guy that if you look at him and then you watch him run but you don't see his name and you don't see his face you're like oh my god that's Cam Newton and that's really where his ceiling is he's that he's that type of athlete he has an extremely powerful arm uh, i that's I would say team. i'd say it's the only one stronger than drew locks in this class he's uh he's a powerful runner I, I i love the kid but i just but he's definitely gonna need a lot of work
2: oh yeah accuracy's a big um, problem for
4: him <laughs> yeah that whole that whole getting the ball down the field to a receiver thing it's kind of a big deal in the n f l he he sort of struggles with it but if you could take a guy with those kind of tools. I mean, worst case scenario, he's uh. The worst case scenario is Logan Thomas.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's not bad.
4: And then you end <laughs> up converting him to a tight end. Yeah,
2: tight end. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: But if you spend, a, but but if and honestly, with his, with his size and speed, if he would do it, I'd, I'd probably talk to him about we'll give this quarterback thing two years, and then we'll spend the rest of your rookie contract converting you to a tight end. And you know, if if, uh, if Rico gathers can hang around on Ga- Dallas's uh. On, on Dallas's roster and not make a single catch for four years Ugh. just because he's that athletic. Tyree Jackson could probably have a long career in the NFL as a tight end if nothing else, if nothing else works for him as a quarterback.
3: Can I say Rico Gathers? That is one of the most wild. Yeah, I did
4: say Rico Gathers.
3: Can I say that is one of the most wild things? I remember his draft tape, and I was like, Rico Gathers? Why do I know that name? He was in the NCAA tournament playing for Baylor, like, yeah. a month before he was drafted. What the hell? And his draft day highlights, he's running on a field in shorts, and a shirt, and he's catching yep. balls. I was like, holy shit. There's I no guess... other sport where that happens.
4: He he didn't play any football. Since, Since like, I'm high school, the NFL. I don't think. Oh, my God. Did you he get drafted? I, I'm, 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 pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the NFL is either his first organized football or maybe he played a little in high school. Well, oh, they wow. also the but, Giants uh, drafted
2: that rugby player from I don't oh know. yeah yeah
4: or was it the 49ers yeah that guy yes and, and uh the 49ers had a rugby player a few years ago too the running back
2: i was thinking yeah the german kid cannot the think Giants. of that guy's was, name yeah, I, <laughs> I think they're both fullbacks though uh, if who's I had a who guess. of
3: former yeah. sports <clears throat> all right we're get let's wrap it up uh, a more little more. bit here last question oh i want your short response on the nba mvp
4: oh my challenge will be making it a short response.
3: Okay, well, give me give James, me whatever you got. I just you're very you have a strong James. opinion on this, and I want to hear it.
4: All right, James Harden, and I and, I, and I'm sorry if you, everyone out there who's who's you know voting for Giannis who wants Giannis, but James Harden is the MVP, and I cannot stress this enough. You know, you look at the greatest offensive seasons for pretty much since Jordan's. Uh, 1988 year if you're if you're looking for like the greatest se- season since that offensively it's this year and then the year that Kobe Bryant got hosed <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I think this year has been even better uh, you know as far Didn't as you Steve know Nash carrying the load year? offensively.
2: Steve Nash one of them here. That was and bullshit. And, and, and Steve Nash should not have one MVP. You can't average under 20 points, not one damn MVP. This
4: isn't Steve Nash slander. Sorry, like Chris. Talk.
2: <laughs> Sorry for yelling no, at you, Chris. You know, I got all riled up.
4: No, no, no. No, but, that, but that's how I feel about this, and I'm trying to restrain myself here. But honestly, <laughs> you know, I get it. You know, Giannis is playing amazing, but how do you have one of the top two or three offensive seasons in the last 30 years – and not win MVP. How do you ever a triple-double
2: and not win the MVP? Oh, no, Jesus. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. back calm down. <laughs> but,
4: but, but, you know, again, as far as carrying an offensive load, I, I can't think of anybody who's carrying more of an offensive load right now than James Harden. And I get it. He has Chris Paul as a teammate. He has Clint Capella as a teammate. But he didn't have them for long stretches this year. True. And he, kept, he, them, was, he yeah. kept them deep in the playoff run. Yeah, so I, I don't think this is a question if, if – if I'm an MVP voter, I, I literally just find James Harden's name. I don't give it a second thought. I mail, I mail it in. Or if I'm near it, I run in. Whatever I got to do, but I make that vote quick.
2: <laughs> they were on the outskirts of the playoffs and then jumped up to like a four seed during they that little terrible stretch. Start. He went crazy. They,
3: they were under 500 for like the first couple month or so of the season. But all right, that was great, man. That's Chris, exactly that was what I wanted. Thank you very much, Chris. Do you want to plug <laughs> anything before you get out of here?
4: Uh, you know what? Yeah. So um, if basically uh yeah yeah i, I kind of do sorry sorry about that i had a brain fart now i think gonna, my medicine hey, it happens to me in.
3: a lot chase's brain is yeah farts. guys
4: <laughs> oh <dang. laughs> no so, so <laughs> no i'm really off thanks guys um <laughs> no so so if you so if anyone listening you know if, if you guys want to find a great place you know look for written content as far as on any on any sports team right now we have, we have guys for a bunch of the NFL teams uh, currently we're hiring NBA writers as well draft guys uh, so you know within the next year or so we're, gonna, we're basically gonna have a writer for everything and so uh, you know check out check us out at uh, www.unfilteredsportsnetwork.com and we're also gonna continue having uh, the PSO podcast and we should have those up starting again next week Hell yeah.
2: so keep a lookout for that good
3: stuff. Hell yeah good stuff. we like them yeah they're pretty good
2: <laughs> they're entertaining
3: all right. Well, I mean, I'm, I, that's all I got. Do I have a I final get. thought?
2: Do I have a final thought? Um, yeah. Chris, <laughs> you got a final thought? You can think of one while Caleb <laughs> thinks of one. That's what we do. A final thought. It doesn't have to be sports related because nine times out of ten, mine's not. But you got one.
4: You know what? I I, I, I do, and it's going to start up a conversation here, and you guys may not like me for doing this. Oh no, we love uh, the Celtics are better with the Celtics are better without Kyrie. There, oh, I said God. it.
2: What? I said it. Chris, I liked you. All right. Past tense, (laughs) was
3: Chris, you almost talked me into James Harden for MVP. Now I'm completely
2: off. (laughs) Now we know that Chris Smith is good for one thing, and it's draft coverage. (laughs) Because goddamn, his his NBA is shit. Listen, it's not anybody's fault but
3: Kyrie's that he's an absolute loon and he can't shut his mouth. But when he gets on the court, he's one of the most seven unguardable players in the league. And that's what you need in the playoffs. And if he goes out there and gives it the Giannis, then nobody's going to be asking these questions anymore. What are you
2: anymore. doing that accent for? Yeah.
4: <laughs> you, you, you know what? If he gives if he gives it to Giannis, I will come back on this podcast and I will take it back. Right, I'll issue an to apology that. to Kyrie Irving.
3: Better <laughs> right. without Kyrie. Alright, I love that. I love that. that. I think we should
2: end on that. Okay, that's fine with me. Mine wasn't good anyway. <laughs> Alright, that's
3: all we got, people. Spread the Thanks word. for
2: joining us, Chris. Yeah, no problem. Let's do it again sometime.
3: For Definitely. sure. Spread the word. Spread it.